Hello. Oh shit. Where's it gone? Action. Hello. I'm Emma. And I'm Becca apparently. Start again. Hello, I'm Becca. And I'm Emma. And welcome to our podcast, Two Girls, One Goal. We'll be talking all things work, life, love and side hustles. So stick around and let's have a chat. We both work full-time jobs and manage multiple side hustles with the long-term goal of being of working for ourselves and being happy. <laughs> <laughs> almost massively fucked that up again. Almost, almost. <laughs> you were so nearly there. Uh, well... Welcome to episode three. Yeah, thank you very much, everybody that listened to the last couple of episodes. We really appreciate it. How many yeah. listeners have we got? We're over 150. <gasps> when the last time I looked today, we were at over 150 people listening to the podcast. So thank you very much, everybody. Every single one of you. Yeah, we really appreciate it, and we hope you're enjoying it so far. Yeah, cute. So, well, how has today been for you, Becca? We went for a really nice. So, oh. Oh, we should tell them about our lunch, our our cost of living <laughs> crisis <laughs> evasion. Well. I found an app. I forgot what the app's called. Dusk. Dusk. D-U-S-K. Do you know your phonetic alphabet? Uh, Delta, a uniform, Sierra, Kilo? Yeah. I I looked at you the whole time there like, (laughs) am I right? (laughs) Yeah, well, well done. Thank you. That's good. Um, Dusk is an app that I had ages ago and I totally forgot about it and basically you it works out where you are and it gets you a free drink in a local pub every single day genuinely every single day you can have a free drink from this app it's amazing Um, and you get points for referring people so I referred Emma and Sophie and some of my other friends I had to send them voice notes afterwards and they're like by the way this isn't a scam it's actually really good I just want my 500 points (laughs) I'm actually feeling a little bit competitive at this point I keep sending it to other people like I need to beat Becca I don't care if you use this I felt competitive earlier when you you started sending it to people (laughs) Emma started sending it to all our mutual friends and I was like are you taking all of them I literally told them as well it was because I wanted to beat you right sorry for that confession you're now witnessing the breakdown of our relationship (laughs) this is the last ever podcast (laughs) hope you enjoy episode three guys (laughs) r.i.p but you must download this app because we all got a free drink and then the pub down the road from me the station pub in hove if anyone's interested is very nice pub Mm, uh we got a pizza pizza. fajita pizza Mm. to share so we got basically four drinks and a pizza between the three of us for eight pound fifty yeah it's fabulous yeah um we're not sponsored or anything we're just no but we'd like to be yeah dusk 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 how do you say it i'd probably i'd probably say dusk Dusk. Oh, if I, I wasn't can't even work like, out what you're doing with your lips then. <laughs> Dusk. <laughs> I, I was that like for the Instagram. <laughs> when I was saying it to, on the first time, I was like, "Dusk," because my granny always just does this as well. Because my granny's Kiwi, so I'm slightly northern. I'm not actually as northern. I listen to some of my friends actually from back home, um, and I sound I think even less northern now than I did when I moved. I moved down to London a year ago, um, and yeah, they sound a lot more northern than I do even, I think. Um, but yeah, I think uh, my granny always used to say to me, it's cup, cup, not cup. cup. Did she teach you how to say auntie as well? Uh, yeah, I think so, <laughs> auntie. But she she also says stuff like ema and jersey. Ema? Ema, yeah, because she's, she's Kiwi, so she's got an accent. Is that how they say Emma? I mean, I'm probably exaggerating slightly, but she does have an accent, so. Aww. Yeah. A little bit of history about Emma's northern roots. Yeah. yeah, And our day-to-day, which was lovely. We didn't go for a yes. sea swim yet today, but we are going to go after we finish recording. Yes, we had a, a nice lunchtime. We've actually worked quite hard today, to be honest. We've hardly really mm. spoken apart from... At lunch. lunch. At lunch, yeah. really. And yeah, we uh, my partner's currently in the kitchen whipping us up a Greek picnic. We're going to go down to the beach yeah. after this, have a little picnic, That's have a little lovely. swim. Yeah, she's actually going to feature in the podcast later as well. Oh. We're very excited for the skill for the skill this week. We Here haven't we actually got a jingle for this. What the skill of the week? Sk sk sk. That was very skilled, Becca. Sk 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 skills. Skills. You got skills. Oh, that's quite good. We could get it like a Mr. T, like you got. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, yeah. You're not you when you're angry. You got skills. You got skills. Yeah, we should do that. All right. 
right. perfect well I think we should crack on with the podcast I think we should um, so I don't know who's going to go first this week do you want to go yeah. first with your news or do you want to do rock paper scissors yeah okay we're going to have to call out what we what we pick you ready Three, two, one. Rock. Ah, oh, fuck it. I win. <laughs> I don't know why I was upset about that. <laughs> okay, Emma. What? So, um, oh, we need to do the bing bong. What the fuck? <clears throat> Three, two, one. Bing bong. News of the week. <laughs> Beautiful. So, um, my work news this week is actually um, really cute. I think my um, my manager nominated me for an award in within the company which was really nice it was a lovely award um, for a project I've been working on basically since I joined the business that they've tried to get off the ground for a while so it's something that they had already implemented kind of in- implemented but it just wasn't really getting off the ground so when I joined the business I took this over and uh, managed the project and um, it's working really well and they nominated me for an award for it um, and then on top of that then the business then shared it around with the entire company that I won this award. So yeah, it was really cute. Uh, I was actually on annual leave at the time and Becca sent me a video <coughs> being like, oh, what's this? Oh, look at this. Oh, who's it? Oh, look, isn't that nice? <laughs> so it's actually quite accurate as well. I was very proud. Thanks. Yeah. It was really cute. Yeah, so that was That's that great was nice. news. Yeah, it was lovely. Um, once again, you know, as I've said before in episode one and two my boss is the best so <laughs> he is actually the best yeah we love you so becca over to you what is your work news of the week work news of the week well i struggled to think of a work news of the week this week um but i have made my first two sales in my job because i'm a business development executive it sounds very fancy <laughs> Um, sorry, I just kicked the stand. Um, <laughs> in my excitement, <laughs> yeah, made my first two sales. They were nice. Very well done, Becca. Yeah. That is amazing. I, when you got when I got here this morning, you were like, "Guess what? I made my first two sales." I was like, "Yes, yeah." Little party. Yeah, it's nice to get get the ball rolling. Mm. You know. Uh, my other work news is that after four years in the company, they finally decided that I'm allowed to have a work phone, <laughs> um, which I, I genuinely That's don't know why exciting. I've not been allowed one before. Oh, I didn't realise you didn't. Oh, I've, I've asked for one in every job and they're like, oh, you don't really need it for this job. And I'm like, just give me a free phone. <laughs> Come on. But it was worth the wait. I got an iPhone 12 mini. Did you get one as well? <gasps> no, I only got an SE. Did you? Yeah. Yeah, I got a 12 mini. Oh, very jealous. Buzzing. Yeah. But I've got one and it works. And, and I'm happy about it. That's good. That's quite a good new work news as well. So you've got two, really. Yeah. Let's move on to your personal news of the week. So my personal news of the week is, um, so when we first started the podcast, um, I was talking about, oh, I completed the branding for um, a business that I run on the side, um, which is a branding and marketing business. Um, so like six seven eight weeks ago something like that. we finished the branding for it and basically we landed our first quiet client this week thank you guys i'm still on the clapping high <laughs> it's good well at least you can hear this one if she started doing thumbs up we wouldn't be able to hear that that was the other crow so um and We're then that one now. <laughs> and then the other sort of um kind of cute news is that i got 500 followers on my facebook page which is kind of cute for my olivia plays one so Yay! Yeah. i haven't really put much effort into growing my facebook page at all to be honest so it was quite nice that it kind of popped up and said oh you've hit have 500 followers on your page so oh, that's cute thank you very much you're that's very awesome. good with social well it's kind of your job isn't yeah, it yeah, yeah it's my job yeah you're very good with things like that thank you yeah. Oh, well done. Thanks. That's exciting personal news as well. Yeah, it was quite nice. I mean, it's still kind of work-related, but then my whole life revolves around work, so that kind of makes sense. And that's why we're making a podcast. Yeah. yeah. Neither of us sleep very much, unfortunately. <laughs> I've actually had the oh. worst case of insomnia recently. Have you? Yeah, I've, I've not been able to sleep until like half three every morning. <gasps> this is my sad news of the week. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, so I haven't really been sleeping, but uh, my brain's just been on overdrive, to be honest. Yeah. Yeah. Do you wear a Fitbit? Um, I do. Does it track your sleep? I don't wear it at night. Oh. Yeah. I probably should, but I just don't. Oh, sorry. That's the dog. (laughs) Jeffrey. He wanted to be featured. (laughs) Has started with this woofing, this incessant woofing when like anyone walks past the house or, well, not anyone, because that'd be all day, but I don't know what sets him off, but he does a proper like that. (laughs) No, Oh, he's replying to me. Oh, he's found his... He's trying to get the door. (laughs) That's a bit frightening, actually. (laughs) Oh my God, he's broken in. Hello. Jeffrey. Oh, he's come to find us. Jeff, did you hear a woof? Careful. Um, no, not the gin. <laughs> what are you doing? Right, out. 
Sorry for the little interlude there. Uh, we have now escorted the dog from the premises and we may continue. <laughs> so on that note, Becca, what is your personal news of the week? My personal news of the week is... Well, I've actually got a few this week. So thing number one is that I'm recording an EP at the moment, so four of my own songs, and the drummer did the final two songs the other day. So they're all done apart from vocals and any other instruments that I want on them really so that's very exciting hopefully that'll be out end of this year maybe beginning of next year um I have a new pair of Birkenstocks after um about oh god I don't know how many years but they're they're proper rank you know like they get your oh, foot yeah. really imprinted on them that they're oh, yeah. in. Jeff's chewed them all that shit <laughs> so I've got a new pair of Birkenstocks um I went to Pride, Brighton Pride, which was cool. Saw Christina Aguilera, which was fabulous. And I went to my first big party sober. I didn't drink. Well, I did drink. I had like three drinks. And the rest of the time, I was sober as a judge. I wasn't hungover the next day. I got up early. I took the dog for a walk. It was horrible because it was really windy and I think he was overexcited. Oh, okay. Um, But I took the dog for a walk, did a food shop, did some singing I had a really productive day that does sound very productive and I've done that I actually was pretty sober at Brighton Pride as well that's two times that I've not felt absolutely minging after a big event and genuinely I guys you're you're actually coming with me on this (laughs) totally new Becca yeah honestly I I felt fabulous that is really good like you can go and have a good time and then still not I not feel like shit the next day and I genuinely had a good time that's really good yeah really good time so yeah that's my news brilliant all four bits amazing I felt like they were all important in their own right yeah they were sometimes like sometimes like news doesn't have to be huge I think that's one thing actually I wanted to touch on very briefly after listening back to the first two episodes that um I wanted to sort of mention that news doesn't always have to be like like we don't put ourselves under huge pressure to like have a huge news anything Mm. like hugely exciting happening every week so I think that's probably something to be mindful of as well that you know you don't have to try and make something amazing happen every week because yeah. we don't sometimes it's just you know the little things in life although to be fair your part news was pretty big yeah the birthday stops big news but you know it's a little thing in life it's a little thing yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. but no it's true like you know when people come up to you and they say like oh so like catch me up or you're not seeing someone for ages and they're mm. like catch me up what's been going on and you're like uh and you're trying to think of big things and actually yeah. like if you'd seen them loads of the time like I see you loads of the time I would just t- I mean I told you about my Birkenstocks yeah. already today didn't yeah. I yeah you were like oh I've got some new Birkenstocks like, yeah oh, that's cute very so. nice what colour are they <laughs> what colour are they you haven't seen them have no, you no I haven't actually They're orange ooh <clears throat> yeah you're gonna like them oh yeah so I'll show you Seven. Uh, six sorry same as me yeah cute you can borrow them oh thanks that'd be nice um but yeah, I think when you try and catch up with people, you end up trying to think of really big news and mm. then you feel a bit like, I always end up being like, oh, there's nothing really, you know, to report. And then I'm like, yeah, there probably is loads of stuff, but <coughs> none of it sounds impressive. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Half of it's buying new shoes. I think one of the other things as well, because since, since buying a house um, or a flat, um, everyone always asks us like, oh, are you are you done? Like, have you finished buying everything? And it's like, no. no. How much How much money do you think I have? <laughs> so I said, oh, have you bought this yet? Have you bought that yet? Have you finished, you know, have you finished getting all your furniture? It's like, well, I literally, dri- like, we dried up on our savings within, like, the first two weeks. Really? So Yeah, so it's really expensive. I think the other thing was we were trying to buy furniture that lasted, like, like a long time. You yeah. know, when you buy Good furniture quality. when you're, yeah, when you buy, like, the typical buy expensive furniture in your 20s and then, like, make it last. Um, so we've done that, but then we've run out, so we can't finish buying everything. <clears throat> your sofa um, suite is quite impressive it is yeah the living room is nice like the living room is my pride and joy (laughs) yeah Yeah. your whole flat is lovely actually it's very like i I think you've done a good job with all of the furniture and it's very ikea (laughs) it's it's like ikea but like on steroids it's very nice thank you should be proud there's a lot of plants in there next time you come around shake your hand oh thank you well done we We are are shaking hands We realised someone said to us that we need to narrate the things that we're doing. And I feel yeah. like we might take that too far. Yeah. <laughs> Emma is picking a wedgie. <laughs> right, so next section <laughs> is the moan section. What do you want so, to moan about this week? My moan. Um, well, I actually, in terms of work moan, because I was off work last week, I actually don't have anything to moan about. Oh, what? Because I wasn't working <laughs> so it's actually been relatively chilled um i think at work since being back so i've today's wednesday um this week so far has been absolutely fine nothing to moan about to be honest 
doing a lot of work, but just it always is when you come back from annual leave. But every other job that I've been on, whenever I go on annual leave, it's always been painful before and after. And it's like not worth going on annual leave because... Really? Yeah, because because I've worked in smaller companies before. Yeah. They always like depend on you so much more. Right. I don't know whether other people find this if they work in smaller companies. Please do tell us if you do. But um, I've always found that working in a smaller company because you are in a smaller team and they depend on you so much more for everything um, and there's not as many people to pick up the slack whenever you take annual leave it's always really stressful Mm. well tell me what your personal moan is and make it a good one so my personal moan just as a brief update because i did say that we would uh, i would update you if my apple watch got fixed it did get fixed so apple your my faith in you is restored we love you well, I won't go that far, but yeah, we tolerate, we tolerate you. you. <laughs> um, so that was just that to just update you that it, it's fixed. Um, another quite deep one, actually. I'm feeling very deep and like meaningful and thoughtful today. I think it's just because I'm spending so much time thinking when I'm lying awake at night. Um, <laughs> basically, my, my, my personal moment this week is um, ignorant people in A&E. Oh. So I don't think I haven't told you about this yet, actually. Um, when we, when I was in A&E with my partner, because like I said, he's been having some health issues, um, there were these people that were like loudly shouting that um, people shouldn't be in A&E if they haven't got something wrong with them. Hmm? And I was furious because the thing is, like, not everybody has illnesses that are visible. No. And I was absolutely fucking livid because, yeah, okay, people might be there with broken broken limbs or, you know, mm. bad cuts or even things more serious. But, um, you know... There are people that are there that have something that you can't see. Yeah. So these people were <clears throat> so rude. Like I, I know, I know that the NHS is under a huge amount of pressure at the moment. The NHS wait, like the waiting times are ridiculous because they've had a huge amount of pressure and COVID has pushed it all back. But they were so horrible. I couldn't believe it. I was just like, how on earth? Like people, like people with disabilities could have been there that you can't see. This wasn't NHS staff, was it? No, it wasn't. It was just general people, like general oh. population. <clears throat> so how many of them? Just one. There was like there was like two of them that I guess were there with somebody that was, you know, maybe had something that was like a broken limb or something. But right. and they were like walking around being like, God, so busy. Can't believe it. I can't believe people are here when they haven't got anything actually wrong with them. And they were just like looking around at people and like making them like tar- essentially targeting people that they they deemed weren't worthy of being an A and E. Wow. Which is so bad, especially because GPs are sending people to A and E a lot at the moment yeah. because they can't like there's stuff that they can't do or mm. they're waiting this for too long so they're sending people to A&E a lot at the moment and unfortunately that's just the way it is but that's not the people's fault no so yeah that's my work that's my personal moan that is actually very annoying yeah I was really shocked I can't believe that we're in 2022 I can't believe people still don't realise that not not every no. illness or anything isn't visible yeah. <laughs> maybe they were really stressed about yeah that's true like emotions do run high or something. yeah maybe A&E is a hard, it's hard to judge a character in A&E, isn't it? It's probably a weird place to... It was quite, it was, it was a very weird experience, actually. We were there for 11 hours in total. (laughs) It was long. And there was people like throwing up on the floor and all sorts. It was just like... Saturday night, was it? This is a Wednesday. Oh, what? Yeah, it was Wednesday. That's why I said to Ross, I was like, there's people actually like throwing up. There's like people, you know. Yeah, I think so. Um, although it's hard to tell, but I, th- I think she, I think she was tr- quite drunk. Mm. Um, you know, there was people that had been clearly like fighting on the street and stuff like that. Uh, Which A and E were you at? This was East Surrey Hospital. Oh, oh god, it was oh god, what a horrible experience. Um, but yeah, there was this guy though. It was really funny, and like, he walked in, and he was being like, oh, oh, and he was like holding onto his arm, and he was making loads of noise. And then Ross was standing outside because he was too warm, so he went outside and was just kind of getting some fresh air. The minute the guy walked out the door, he completely stopped. No. And then he came back in, he started doing it again. And I, I, I could, he was outside and the windows were open and he kept going back outside. I think he was smoking and he kept going back outside. Every time he was outside, he stopped making the noise. I think he was trying to get seen too quicker. Yeah, that's such a good idea. <laughs> I know, that's what I said to Ross. I was like, can you just, can, can you start, please? Jim <laughs> Ross sits there. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> I might do that. I think you should. Next time you need some uh, medical assistance, <laughs> be like, annoy oh everybody God. to the point where they're like, just fucking get rid of them. <laughs> get them in, get them out. <laughs> so are you doing your work moan or your personal moan first? Well, I'll start with my work moan. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, I feel quite passionate about my work moan this week. And okay. I feel like you guys will too. Um, so I don't know about 
companies, all companies, but every company that I've worked for, you're not allowed to discuss your salary. Blah, blah, blah. Can't discuss it with other colleagues. Um, and I just want to know why. Because surely, if you're doing the same job as five other people, you should be paid the same amount. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So why is it such a such a secret, salaries? I think I salaries know. should be posted. Yeah. I think people should know how much a job could potentially be. Yeah. And that they shouldn't be diddled out of, diddled, diddled out of money mm. for doing a job. Um, uh, we are paid less than men. Uh, 15.4% less than men. 15.4% less a year than men. That's ridiculous. So technically, us women work free for two months out of the whole year. It's ridiculous. So, in conclusion, I've decided I'm going to stop working from October. (laughs) (coughs) I'll be back in January. Yeah. And I'm just going to claim that uh, for myself. Yeah, unless they decide to pay you the other two months. Yeah. Yeah, so up to you guys. Um, no, our company is actually very good. I'm not slating our company at all. I'm just slating the world. Yeah, that's fair. Because, uh, yeah, that's that's bollocks. Yeah. If I'm honest, women work hard. We want an equal pay, please. Equal pay, equal rights, equal life. Thank you very much. That yeah. is all I'm going to say about that, or I might get angry. Uh, my personal moan is actually, surprisingly, not to do with Sophie this year. I'm feeling quite enamoured <laughs> towards her, seeing as it is on Saturday, our three-year anniversary. She did make Becca say that. Yeah, I've read, <laughs> I've, I've read that on the screen. <laughs> Sorry, Sophie. Sophie, I've said it. <laughs> um, no, so I'm going to talk to you about two things. One of them is just relating to Brighton Pride, and if anyone else went to it, it's to do with Christina Aguilera's set. Um, so let me just set the scene for you here. Oh, I'm excited for the arms. She comes on. The crowd is buzzing. The excitement is fizzling beneath the surface. She comes on. She sings a quarter of one of her songs. The lights go off. She goes off for a costume change. The dancers come on. They do three minutes of a dance. The lights come back up. Christina enters the stage. She does a quarter of one of her songs. She doesn't even actually sing the lyrics. She just riffs over the top in the way that Christina only can. The lights go down. She goes off for another five-minute costume change. This went on, this shit went on for her whole, like, hour hour set, hour and ten, hour and twenty, whatever. Fucking left towards the end of it. She was pissing me off. Really? Yeah. She literally you were so came on. For Christina as well. Yeah, she right, none of the songs were from top to bottom, which I just think is poor. Yeah. Yeah. The outfits were absolutely amazing. She looks unbelievable. She's just literally doesn't age. The visuals were gorgeous, but I just wish I'd seen her more. I don't care about your costume changes, hun. Can you just <laughs> sing? And interact. And interact. She did a lot of like, I love you guys. <clears throat> and I, I love Christina Aguilera, but no, it was just a poor performance from her. She didn't really sing anything. Uh, a oh, lot of it was all like backing songs and she just did like, over the top. So, I mean, she's a fucking brilliant singer. <laughs> but that really, really wound me up. Yeah, that, that would um, piss me off. And yeah, anyone else that uh, has experienced the same thing with me. At Brighton Pride, please get in touch and I'm going to start up a support group. Um, <laughs> number two, the moment that I would like to focus on today is people that get annoyed when you don't respond to texts. I am so bad sometimes. I just, sometimes I look at a message and I think, that's not pressing right now. And I leave it and then I forget about it. Fair enough. Like, I understand, you know, that's annoying. But... This is like, if I, if I, if someone texts me and I forget and it's been like two months and then I'm like, oh shit, I need to ring this person. And I ring them and they're like, oh, well, you know, you've not spoken to me for two months. I'm like, okay, well, you you could ring me. I'm actually better at answering the you phone. You are better at answering the phone, that's true. Or well, voice notes me. as well. Yeah, you're voice notes. Voice notes. Yeah. Because if you can voice notes back and you're just like, quickly, like, yeah, 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 yeah. I think I used to get annoyed at you. Um, for not Well, I didn't used to get annoyed. I used to be like, why, why does she hate me when you didn't reply? And then one time I spent like, I think it was one time where I was around here doing the podcast um, 
and I saw your phone and the amount of notifications you fucking get. Like, you need to get your notifications under control. They are so bad. The amount of group chats you're in on WhatsApp, no wonder you don't reply to people. I don't. You'd spend your life replying to people. That's why I don't do it. Yeah. So I, 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 when I saw that, I was like, nah, I get it now. Yeah, okay. I'm never going to get annoyed at her again. Oh my God. I am on a ridiculous number of groups. I've got so many chats open and I just, I think it just overwhelms me. Yeah. And I need you like so one. many. I it just buzzes all day. <clears throat> It's I know, mad. but I'll respond like I'll spend like I'll sit down for two hours and I'll respond to everyone and send like nice messages being like oh god like what are you up to and all of this sort of thing um oh they'll, they'll be more exciting than that by the way <laughs> I send really nice messages like what are you up to um and then I think oh okay my work here is done and then the responses start coming in and then I'm stressed again and then that's the cycle again started for another two months yeah so unless I'm Sounds about right. to see that person yeah like in the next I don't know in the near future or I'm arranging to see them I don't know like just someone texting me like hey how are you I'm like oh I don't really have time to mm. go into that right now yeah but if they rang me different yeah different it's quick it's more efficient yeah <gasps> I'd like to um, play a voice note from my friend Kimberly which just is case in point so she asked me for some dates that was free in the next I don't know two months <clears throat> of course I forgot to respond so I received this voice note which really made me chuckle <laughs> uh, hello still waiting for the dates when I can come and see you <laughs> love you bye and then it turned into yo babes okay right so how's the diary that you haven't looked at yet looking um <laughs> Uh, I only ask because we're getting booked up and I'm panicking because I really want to come and see you. Um, oh, I don't know how you do it. You're like a professionally trained information withholder. Um, <laughs> but, but yeah, please let me know. Um, give me some dates. Like, just we'll just come up on a Saturday, stay over, come back on Sunday or whatever. Let me know. Love you. Bye. So you can hear the Bye. franticness at the end. Just let me know. So, oh, she's so funny. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm not moaning about you, by the way, Kim, at all. I'm moaning about people that actually get annoyed. Like that, that kind of voice message is funny, and that actually made me respond to her quicker. Yeah, because I found it humorous. Whereas actually, I think when someone gets annoyed at me for not responding, I feel like I've been told off, and then I'm less likely to respond because I feel like mm. I've been told off and I've pissed them off. So I just think some people are built for it, some people aren't. Yeah, I'm not built for it. I feel like that's what this is one of the reasons I get responses from you sometimes is yeah. because I just rather than being like hi Becca how you doing are you alright and then waiting for a you reply, give me a clear action I'm just like Becca when do I need to be there what time I will be there at eight o'clock on the dot blah 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 I just like just I'm very I'm, I'm very very you're to the point to and the you point. tell me what yeah. what I need to do yeah which is easier it's like yeah. it's like okay cool. I yeah. can I can respond to that in my own time, but I at least have the information. I think yeah. that's probably what. Yeah, that's yeah. You you get you do get a lot of response out of me. I do actually more I'm very than lucky. most. I know people still have started asking me how you're doing. I think rather than asking really? you, it's like how's Becca, and I'm like I don't know, ask her. <laughs> I don't I don't find much fun in like texting and stuff. Yeah, I I, I like to see people. I like to see people mm. in person. I find it better. You must have I, really struggled with like COVID texting. then. Yeah, I did. Yeah. I hated COVID. Did you? Yeah, I like to be around people. Like, if I'm going to see my friends, I just want to spend proper time with them. Like, I just find mm. texting is so vacuous. Yeah. Is that is that the right word? Evacuous? Vac- vacuous. I Hang have on. no idea. Let's find out. Oh, it is empty. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it is empty. It's vacuous. vacuous. You learned any words, Jamie? Vacuous. <laughs> nice, isn't That's it? That's nice, isn't it? Um, uh, yeah, I just, I can't, I can't get any emotion through. And also I th- I find texts don't convey emotion. And a lot of the time I used to get really hung up on people's texts because I'd think that they were annoyed at me or I'd think they were upset with me. And it's just because they don't put as kisses as many kisses as I do or something. So I've just given up with texts. I think it's so hard to read people. That is fair enough. There are them. a few people that I speak to sometimes where I'm, sometimes where I'm like, are they, you are they mad at me? Like, yeah. I really can't tell. Um, <clears throat> I think normally if I get to the point where like somebody's not speaking to me for ages, I'm just like, what the fuck is wrong? Like, mm. why aren't you talking to me? And they're always just like, oh, um, I was busy. And I'm like, okay, cool, thanks. Bye. <laughs> See you soon. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> yeah, no, that's that's me. That's yeah. me. There were some good moans. They were good moans. Yeah. I'm proud of you. I'm proud of you. Oh, funniest moment of the... <laughs> Wait, ha ha ha! Funniest oh. moment of the <laughs> week. Yes. Okay. Ha <coughs> <laughs> <laughs> ha ha! Funniest moment of the. <laughs> oh, why do I keep doing that? Just like breathy. <laughs>
Are we recording? Ha ha ha! Funny is moment of the. Oh, it's so weird. A weird little gasp of air that you do. Wait. Oh shit! Sorry. Right. Right. Um. So yeah, funniest moment. I think you should go first because mine's not going to be as funny. It will be. It won't be. But it will be. It's all, all I have. Is it funny though? <laughs> I mean, I found it funny. I think I'll find it funny. You might not get it. Go first. Is it to do with Twitch? No. (laughs) It's to do with Stranger Things. I won't get it. I know. Okay. I've prefaced that. I'm pretty sure I wrote my, Becca, not a fan of ST, is what I put on my (laughs) phone notes last night when I was trying to think of my funniest moment. (laughs) Okay. So my, I've got two again. I've got loads of stuff. Oh my God. I know. But they're both short. Well, I I never speak short, do I? So they're probably both fucking long. That's why we work quite so well for a podcast. (laughs) (laughs) So number one is I went to the doctors. I really sound like a hypochondriac now. I went to the doctors because I wanted to get my moles checked out. And obviously I'm concerned that I'm dying constantly at the moment. Um, So I was like, right, I'm going to go get all my moles done, which I needed to do anyway. Um... What are you laughing at? I've just had another funniest moment. <laughs> I've just had a text. I'll tell you in a minute. Oh, I'm very excited. I'm sorry, continue. Okay. <laughs> can you contain yourself? No. <laughs> Your little face. I'm red. I can actually feel it. It's actually more like embarrassing moment of the oh, week. Oh, is it? Yeah, it's embarrassing for you as well. No. Oh, no. What's happened? Should I just tell you now? I'll just do it now. Okay. So, Becca and I both belong to a... Uh, or you're not as much anymore, but you, Becca and I both belong to a, a theatre group, and I run their social media. Oh, no. So, Becca was doing um, a self-portrait on my iPad earlier, <laughs> and I took a pet picture of Becca doing it, um, and put, like, Becca doing a self-portrait... <laughs> Oh no. I've put it on their fucking Instagram story. <laughs> How did you find out? I just had a missed call and a, and a text. I just checked my phone quickly. I just had a missed call and a text from somebody else in the group being like, um, Hello, my love. Um, <clears throat> did you mean to put that story on, on the, the, the theatre group on Instagram? <laughs> oh no, it was so it's just it. a picture of you with your little goblin toes. Oh no, not my goblin toes. <laughs> Oh dear. <coughs> oh look, you did. Okay, let's get rid of that bad boy. I think that should probably go. <laughs> Whoopsie daisies. Sorry, continue with your funniest moment of the week. I'm really sorry I interrupted that. Sorry, right, I was just talking about my moles. <laughs> your moles and your goblin toes. My moles and my toes. <laughs> okay, we've lost it now. Bring it back, bring it back. Oh dear. So, I was getting my moles checked and I have like a lump on my leg, which is what I went in for, like a little. You see that? Oh, you do actually. Oh, one, feel it. So it started Ooh, growing. Oh, that's really hard. It's weird, isn't it? Oh, that's weird. So that it started growing like a year ago. It's small. It's like smaller than a one p, um, but it's yeah. It felt like a lump. So it's really hard. I was a bit scared about mm. it. Went to the docks, got it checked it out. Obviously, I had to pull my trousers down to get them to check the mole <coughs> yeah. or the lump. So I said to him, and I had loads of other ones that I wanted him to check as well. So I, I, he was like, oh, do you want to show me which one you're most worried about? So I pulled my trousers down. I sat in my pants, like, showing him my mole and stuff. And then I was like, and I've got this one here. And, like, um, and he would, like, start checking it. And be like, yeah, that looks okay. And then he'd, like, go to say something. And be like, and this one here. And I was like, don't just stop me and tell me that all my mole's going to be... I was worried that he was going to be like, oh, all of them are going to be fine. I just wanted him to just get to the point. And um, I was like, and another one here. And he was like... Um, uh, Becca, I don't, I don't quite know how to say this, but do you want to pull your trousers up? Um, <laughs> I've been just sat in my little pants <laughs> while he was checking moles on like my arms and my head and stuff. I just had my you trousers around like, my ankle, pants down. Worst thing is, I've <laughs> oh, this is really overshare. If anyone from work is listening, I'm so sorry. I haven't. <laughs> Shaved for a while. Oh dear. I think we had a bit of a bush pokage. <laughs> it's honestly it was a bit weird. Oh, that's hilarious. I can't believe you did that. Yeah. I was like, oh my god, thank you so much for telling me. That's um that's really helpful. And not embarrassing at all. <laughs> the oh, other one funny. also has to do with my extremities. Okay. Is that what you call your little bits, your bobbly bits? Are they your extremities? Maybe maybe. Uh, I feel like extremities are things that stick out. 
Uh, Start oh. telling your story and I'll tell you. Okay. Um, so I wore tit tape to Brighton Pride. If anyone's worn tit tape before, you're only meant to wear it for a certain period of time. Otherwise, it like it's quite bad for your skin, I think, um, because when you have to rip it off, it hurts. So <clears throat> we were about seven hours into Pride and I thought, oh my God, like this is like the max that you're really meant to wear tit tape. So... Um, I was like, okay, well, I'll, I'll take it off. I didn't have any oil with me, which is what you use to get it off normally. Okay. So I had to use sun cream. As I was using the sun cream and, like, taking it off, I was like, oh, this hurts so much more than normal. And I was stood in the middle of the field as well while Ray was playing. Um, I don't know why I was didn't go to a toilet. Well, actually, it was because they were all portaloos and rancid. Um, so I was doing it in the middle of the field. I had just tits out, but, it, I mean, it was bright and pride, so no one really cared. It was mm. great. Um, and I ripped loads of skin off the bottom <gasps> of my boobs. Oh, no. Yeah. You know, the other week I said to you about the story about me pushing down the cafetiere and coffee spilling on my on my <laughs> Oh, yeah. Knuckers. Well, yeah, I ripped the skin off the bottom <gasps> of them this time. Oh, my God. So you've just got no skin left, basically, on your tits. No skin fine. on my boobs anymore at all. I was less funny. That was more painful. That is quite painful. Actually, I don't feel I don't feel laughy about that. Yeah, we've that's that. At least we've had one injury this week because I was trying to think about my funniest moment. Most of mine involve, have involved me getting injured. So yeah, yours have, haven't they? Yeah. So have you been injured this last no, week? No, oh. I haven't actually. Not at shocking. All. No. Wow. I know. I've turned a corner. Well done, Emma. Um, also, extremity. Oh, thank you. <laughs> um, extremities is the furthest point of something, so I think you mean genitalia. Ah. Uh. I did. Yeah. <laughs> I did think that, that, like, extremities or something sticking out. So I guess you could call your boobs your extremities. I mean, they are, they like, the furthest out. point of your body. Which yeah. Which is an extremity is the furthest point of something. So yeah. your tits are your extremity. That's very kind true. Kind of. <laughs> or if you've got <laughs> a really big vagina, <laughs> it sticks out. Or long flaps. Do you know what that's called? What? <laughs> a big vagina. Someone told me this years ago and it's stuck with me ever since. Go on. It's called a fupa. A fupa? F-U-P-A. Oh. As in internally or externally? Externally. Okay. And it's called a fat upper... I'll say pubic for the (laughs) purpose of this podcast, but imagine a cat. Okay. Area. Yeah. Fat upper pubic area. I see. So if you've got a fupa, that might also be an extremity. My funniest moment. So mine involves Joseph Quinn. So Becca will not understand this because she hasn't watched Stranger Things, but Joseph Quinn plays Eddie Munson in Stranger Things, season four. Um, But Eddie is a lovable, rocky, crazy, nerdy, kind of um, slightly troubled, kind-hearted, bit of a loser, very loud-mouthed person on Stranger Things. And he was an absolute fan favourite. He's just, like, blown up on the internet. You might have seen him, to be honest. You might have seen what he looks like. But he's basically, like... When, if you like brought together cute and sexy and shoved it in one person, that is Joseph Quinn. I decided it was, I was really drunk and um, my friend said that she fancied Joseph Quinn. So I decided that it was a really good idea to try and surprise her and invite him to <laughs> our, <laughs> our gathering. Her. Yeah, to try and surprise her. Um, so I was actually on the toilet, in the toilet cubicle at the time at Junkyard Golf. Um, and I thought it was a really great t- idea to message him. I said, are you by any chance playing ju- Junkyard Golf in London? Why on earth would he be playing Junkyard Golf in London? Right. Uh, we're in Shoreditch on our way to Regent's Park. Oh my God. Honest, obviously he hasn't messaged me back, but it turns out he was actually in London on that day. No. Yeah, so he was actually at the film convention. And the reason I know this is because the next day I woke up, <clears throat> looked at Instagram, saw that I'd messaged him, felt <coughs> like a fool, and then saw that one of my, like somebody I follow, um, had posted a picture and they'd met him at film the film convention that that same day. Imagine if he'd been at Junkyard Golf. Though. I know. Imagine. Just like, why? Why would he be at Junkyard Golf though? I also I just love that you messaged him like you were friends. Like, let's see this again. <laughs> so there's no context. Like, oh hi, I'm a really big fan. Like, really like you, whatever. It literally. Are you by any chance playing go- Junkyard Golf? We're in Shoreditch. Like, as in on our way to Regent's Park. That's what you'd message to a friend. Like, I know. Oh, by the way, mate. Like, we're just here. Like. Which can you imagine if you messaged back like yeah mate on my way? I know yeah that's what I was hoping for I think they might because I, I would quite like to meet him as well. I'm very happy in my relationship so I'm not interested in him in that <coughs> in that sense. But um, print screen that, put it on Instagram, tag him, <laughs> um, and we'll see if he responds. Okay, cool. 
Stay and then tuned. You guys can see. Very, very bizarre. <laughs> I, know, just I just love random. that you're trying to surprise her. That's really sweet. Yeah, I mean, I was in the toilet cubicle next to her, and I might at some point have been like, "Oh, I'm going to message Joseph Quinn." So it might not have been that much of a surprise, but I honestly can't remember. I was that hammered. Really, I was really drunk. Yeah, I was sipping prosecco from a bottle. Sipping, <laughs> glugging. Glugging. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh. Yeah. Have you got a little crush? Maybe, but I think most people do. <clears throat> honestly, like if if I showed you, I think you. I think the thing is, I think if I showed you pictures of Joseph Quinn, you'd be like, meh. But then if you saw his acting ability, well, he's honestly he's got the best American accent I've ever seen on an, on an English actor. He's actually from Whoa. like South London, so not far from. Ah, oh, represent. I know. Um, yeah, because I stalked his Wikipedia page. <laughs> did you? <laughs> I did, of course I did. <laughs> then I went on to Ed Sheeran, and then Ed Sheeran's wife. It was, oh, it's I fell into a big the, uh, hole. The holes that you go down, isn't <laughs> I know, it? Yeah. My mum's the beast. Uh, <laughs> the beast. <laughs> the beast hole. What? Oh, poor Deb. <laughs> Sorry, mum. Um, I didn't mean that. I meant stalker, which actually isn't much nicer. She takes a name or like a characteristic and she will Google them, Facebook stalk them, she'll find their Instagram. No she, way. And then she knows all details on them. Like when I first met you, yeah. I bet I mentioned your name and said, <laughs> Oh, I've got a new friend called Emma and she will have gone on Facebook and she would she she will know everything about you. She will have she'll have a, like a whole case study against me. Or She's like, got pictures on her wall with that like red um <laughs> red string <laughs> pointing. I think at my timeline. In two thousand and three Emma lived up north. <laughs> <laughs> Wonder what she was doing there. Is it suspicious? Who knows? <laughs> In the life yeah, of she's Debs. Well, good, well, good stalker. Really oh, good. That's good to know. I might use that at some point. If you ever need to know, mm. Ross, beware. Don't try anything tricky. Yeah. Debs will be on your she will. case. Okay, so our hot topic of the week is ideas and creativity. Uh, this was actually Emma's idea. <laughs> See what I did there? Um, no, do you want to start? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I feel like this was your brainchild. Yeah, I mean, I just wanted to talk about, um, I guess, the different, like, different ideas and kind of how that feeds into us running our side hustles and working full-time and stuff. Um, Becca and I were talking briefly about this earlier today, just while we were sort of planning and putting stuff together, um, and we were saying that, well, I've certainly, and I'll let you talk about this on your own, Becca, but, like, since I've started working in a corporate job, like, three years ago... Um, I have really struggled with like a creative block, but I've, I think I need to get into a better headspace about my creative block being less of like art. Cause obviously mm. I've always associated me being creative with art or music because mm. I did music when I was younger. Um, so I've always associated the creative side of me being those particular things, but actually being creative isn't, is ideas as well. Yeah. So like say if you're at work and you're coming up with ideas for doing things better or um solutions to problems that is being creative as well and I think I need to get into a better headspace about that yeah um but I was also kind of like I was also thinking about this yesterday um and I was like oh I wonder I wonder if when I reach my goal so you know like our our Mm. long-term goal of you know being happy living by the sea and working for ourselves I was kind of like will I will I get that passion back for like creating Mm. artwork or is it always now going to be that I don't have the confidence to do it anymore because mm. I'm so out of practice because I've struggled for the last three years? <clears throat> Interesting point. So that's kind of where I'm at with my ideas and creativity at the moment. Do you think the reason that you're not being <clears throat> like uh, creative in the sense of the arts and stuff then, like let's let's put creativity into a couple of boxes, yeah? Okay. So let's put like creativity at work or just general creativity like, you know, being creative could be coming up with a solution to hang something on the wall, right? Yeah. Let's put that to one side and then we'll put like creativity in the sense that you and I think of it like art, theatre, music, that sort yeah. of thing. So have you lo- do you think that's why you've not been creative then, that you've lost confidence in doing cre- arty creative stuff? Yeah, <clears> I think <throat> so. Yeah. Because now, because I am, going back to that time thing, because I am really pushed for time a lot of the time, I don't, I, I can't like dedicate enough time to do things properly right. and then I try and rush like say if I'm thinking oh I'm, I'm just I'm really feeling like creating something like I don't know sitting down and painting for a bit or drawing a picture or whatever and then I sit down and I try and do it and then I give myself like an hour I've got like an hour slot where I can create that artwork mm. um, and I see other people doing it in and like you know when you see people doing on like Instagram where they like do like a, a minute drawing or something every day or whatever 
and I keep trying to do stuff like that. And then when I do it, I'm like, wow, that looks shit. Like, why am I even bothering? Mm. And I think that's probably, I think I've just, I've just lost practice, I guess. And it's now, and then it's resulted in a lock of loss of confidence, maybe. Yeah. Oh my God. I saw your art today though. Like you're drawing on the iPad. My emotes. So good. Oh, thanks. Like unreal. I, I think it's kind of, they're quite easy to do because I can, there's a rubber, isn't there? Yeah. I think digital art is quite nice in that respect because if you make a mistake, you can rub it out. I didn't even know digital art was a thing. Yeah. <clears throat> it's what Ross does a lot of. It's very, very cool. Yeah, um, yeah I think it's a, it comes back to like making time for you to do things that you actually enjoy because I think if you, I think what it sounds like is you're putting too much pressure on yourself to be good rather yeah. than actually being creative and doing something that you enjoy and just accepting that sometimes it's not, gonna be great especially if you're out of practice yeah like you can still be creative and enjoy it and it not have a really really good end process like Mm. sometimes if I can relate that I guess I'd think like if I spend ages writing or trying to write a song Mm. and then by the end of it I'm like oh oh this is shit like I don't like the song and I'm not gonna use it like I've still spent the time being creative and it was kind of still fun like at the different points coming along being like oh yeah and then I've got a verse and then oh this doesn't work oh yeah but maybe this will work like that I, I forget that the actual process of it was was fun yeah yeah that's true so maybe maybe you need to change your mindset on it and just maybe. think I'm not always gonna produce my best work but mm. if I enjoy it then I'm gonna carry fun. on and yeah. then at the end it'll be your best work because yeah. you're loving it that is true can't force yourself to be creative that is true i think like you do kind of have to be creative it's it's like a vicious cycle isn't it you Mm. kind of have to be you have to be creative you almost have to be creative to be like an entrepreneur or to you know be an actor or a singer or um, anything like you have to be creative to do those things but once you start trying to do all those things whilst also like paying to live your life Mm. like and working full time you lose the time to do that thing that you need to be you don't have enough time to perfect your craft do you yeah which is a really yeah. weird vicious cycle, um, <clears throat> but it's something that I have noticed recently. Um, I, I think, yeah, three years is quite a long time to have kind of suffered with a bit of creative block, to be honest. So I did start listening to a podcast though. There was um, an, another podcast. Honestly, I'm I'm obsessed with them at the moment. I just no, can't stop listening you. to them. Yeah, there was another one where they they called like Sketchbook Heroes, I think, um, and they do they did an episode on like creative block, which was really good. Um, but I can't actually remember what they said now. I listened to it a few weeks ago. Um, it was something about like trying to... Oh, I think it was using prompts. So oh. or, like using different materials so that it's more exciting. Have you ever done that with music? Where if like, you felt like you're in a bit of a creative yeah. block, have you gone like, oh, I'm going to try a different instrument or I'm going to try a different technique or different something? Different way of writing, yeah. Because I used to just write the piano yeah. part and then put the lyrics to it. And then sometimes if I couldn't do that, then I'd write some lyrics and then put the piano to it. Okay. Instead, so like the other way around. Okay. <clears throat> but it depends on what comes to me to start with. Like, I was going to say for my, like, input this week, the same kind of thing. I've had block from writing songs for, like, I don't know, a year. Yeah. I've just not been able to write at all. And, like, there was a point in my life when I was writing loads and loads and loads, and, like, that was great. But I feel like there was a lot going on for me, actually, like, sad stuff that was going on for me at the time. Right. So I was really, really creative in that sense. Whereas, like, yeah. the happier I've got through my life, the less material I've had to write about in a way. Like, it's, oh. like, you know, when Adele writes her album, she's, like, oh, yeah. super sad and they're amazing. Yeah. But when I'm, like, super happy, it's really, really hard to write. And then... I punish myself for like, oh, you're not being creative, you're not doing this, you're not doing that. Like, these four songs that I've got for my EP that's coming out. Yeah. I wrote them, yeah, like a year ago. And since then, I've not written anything. Yeah. I actually weirdly sat down yesterday because I had an idea for like a chorus. And I wrote the the chorus bit down and I was like, that's good. And then I could get absolutely no further. Oh, really? Yeah. I'm just really, really, <clears throat> really, really blocked with it. I, but I don't have the time. I don't think I've got enough time nowadays to dedicate to it or to think about it like I've almost got to do it as it happens okay but if I tried to sit down on a Saturday or something and I tried to start writing I think it would (coughs) make me stressed I think it would make me anxious and I don't think I'd enjoy it oh that's interesting Mm. it's weird because forcing myself to get results yeah oh like our block is caused by two very like completely different things Mm. as well which is interesting because yours is, I mean, partially the time thing I'm wanting to achieve. Um, and it, 
I, I guess the, the similarity is, and this might be similar with a lot of people, I yeah. guess, is that um, getting gratification from other people thinking what you've done is good. Yeah. So like, like you can think something, like you can be like, oh, well, I enjoyed doing that. But there's always that part of you that's like, oh, well, I enjoyed doing that, but this isn't what other people would perceive as good. Mm. And therefore I've wasted that time. Yeah, it does. You're right, actually. That's what it feels like. If mm. I have been creative and like been trying to write something but it doesn't pay off I'm like well I've just wasted that amount of time yeah we've got to stop thinking like that we've got to stop thinking that we've wasted time all we're doing is practicing yeah for getting better (laughs) if I sat and kept trying to write and trying to write and trying to write I'd probably be getting better and better and better but I put it off because I know that I'll be wasting time if I do it and the majority of the time at the moment if I write something I don't like it interesting yeah that's, I'm very. I'm surprised that there's two completely different causes of creators block. Yeah. But very similar reasons for why we are, like why we struggle when we try. Yeah. And the reason that I'm not doing it as well is because, um, I've kind of lost confidence in it. I'm like I can't oh, really? write anymore. Like I clearly can't write songs anymore. Like this isn't. Oh. So I, I'm not enjoying it because I'm not good at it. Okay. Yeah. You know. And, and that's really hard as well because so I was listening to something this morning again another podcast they were saying that like to increase your confidence you should do the thing that you're scared oh, yeah. of doing but I think the thing with us maybe this is maybe where we've struggled like because you've struggled for a year and I've struggled for a couple of years as well like it's like we already know how to do it it's mm. not out of our comfort zone to do the thing no I wonder how we could improve it like maybe we just share what we're doing anyway because even if we, we think it's shit and just don't care what yeah. you know, people think but then, like, do we have to share it online or anything like that? That's that's. And the... should it matter what other people think as well? Exactly. Well, it depends what it is. If it's a song and it goes out and everyone fucking hates it, then, yeah, that's that's pretty shit. Yeah, that's not, <laughs> not ideal. You kind of need feedback with art, don't you? You actually need feedback through mm. lots of things to do with the arts to improve. So, that's a tricky one. Anyone yeah. got any tips, suggestions? Uh, or anything let us know so we are now onto the Q&A section of the podcast what are your opinions on working from home post-covid are you for or against um, I'm for I'm also for yeah I think it's a no-brainer isn't it it's yeah. like we've realised the world can work without being in the office everyone saves money mm. especially with the cost of living crisis yeah uh, most companies actually are doing better yeah with working from home or the same yeah um, and it was a really out of date policy that we had to go into the office five days a week yeah spend all of our time commuting and spend all of our time at work yeah I completely agree there is there is um, something to be said though I think for hybrid working yes I agree I I like having the option yeah if this is like I I would like to I like to have the option so that if like say I was having a bit of a day where I was like I can't fucking stand being in this room anymore Mm. I've worked in this house for too long blah blah especially people that work in like work and live in one room like if they're in a studio or in there in like a they live in London and they've got like a tiny bedroom or something yeah there's something to be said for hybrid working Mm. um but yeah I entirely agree that I also quite like the social element of going into the office every now and again I don't mind going in one day a week I think you've hit the nail on the head I think it's personal choice yeah I think people should people spend so many hours at work that people should be able to choose where they would like to work yeah some people thrive at home some people thrive in the office some people yeah. thrive half and half that is very true that's all I've got to say about that yeah I think for you it would be very convenient if you didn't have to go in every yeah. week but, but I do like you, seeing people yeah but like it would be nice if you were like oh I don't have to go in every week but this week this person's going in I really want to see Wanted them to. like say if you and I were in the office on the same day we'd probably both go in yeah because then we could see each other yeah exactly so um, yeah so I think that hopefully that answers your question Thank um, you. <laughs> the other one that we've got is um, you're clearly both very committed to your nine to five ver- and various side hustles. But what is your go to way to unwind after a stressful week at work? Wanking. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I wish you guys had seen her face as she said that. <laughs> I don't even know where to go from here. <laughs> I mean, it's honest, so you know, fair enough. <laughs> well, it used to be drinking. I used to go for a drink on a Friday, let off the steam. Um, unwind uh, in fact to be honest I've, I've probably gone to drinking for the majority of my life I think when I'm stressed or if I'm celebrating or if mm. it's a Tuesday I will have a drink <laughs> um, yes yeah, so this has been a big transition this for you, has been actually. a really big transition so that that's my honest answer about how I would normally mm. um, but now I go to the beach and I go for a swim yeah which is delightful lay on the lay on the pebbles of Brighton mm. have a little think a little decompress. Yeah, that's, that's what lovely. I do. Mm. Very nice. What about you? 
Um, what do I do on a Friday? Well, I don't actually decompress on a Friday. I'm not very good at it. I wait until Saturday afternoon. Do you? <laughs> yeah, because I stream every Friday. So I finish work oh, on a Friday yeah. afternoon or a Friday evening. And then I stream until late. And then I go to sleep. I wake up the next morning. And then I do my Saturday morning coffee stream um, until 12. And then I decompress for the week. <laughs> and what do you do then? Um... Normally, I, I'm going out somewhere, to be honest. Mm. I mean, no wonder I'm not fucking sleeping. This isn't decompressing <laughs> at all, is it? Um, yeah, so I, I don't sometimes decompress or I, uh, I... I like sitting with a good book, actually. Yeah. There's been days where I've gone, I don't have the right mental health state to stream. So mm. on a couple of Fridays, I've sat on my balcony with all my little plants... You know how much I love my little plants. Plants. My plants. Yeah. Plants. Um, so, yeah, I love sitting out on the balcony with a glass of wine and reading my books on the balcony. It's actually really nice. So that's a really nice way for me to decompress. I haven't really done that very much recently. Maybe that's why you're not sleeping. You need yeah. a couple of decompression days. I do. I think that's And a, a glass of wine. Really. Yeah, that sounds but yeah. That's, that's where I'm going wrong. <laughs> this is a good question, actually, because I think people have really unhealthy habits for unwinding. Yeah. I think probably the majority of the UK uses alcohol or some sort of thing that's actually not very helpful for unwinding to unwind. Yeah. I'm doing inverted commas with my hands. But yeah, I think lots of us have, have those unhealthy ways of doing it. And actually, decompressing should be more chilled out. Yeah. So I'm going to make a conscious effort to do that. Thank you, listener, for reminding me that I need to do more Deep holistic more yeah. shit. I do quite like sitting with, so like most evenings now, so even on a Friday, I'm quite good. I am getting better at this. I try and organise. I try and get ready for stream before five o'clock. And then when my partner gets home from work, we normally like sit and watch an episode of something that we've been enjoying recently um, and have dinner together. And that's actually, that's been really nice. That's been grounding me. Yeah. Because it's like, even though I'm watching TV, which isn't always the best method, it is kind of like taking me completely out. Mm. Goes, and I get so, like you've seen me when I watch movies and stuff, yeah. I get so absorbed. I'm like, <gasps> like I'm like Becca when she reads books, <laughs> but like <laughs> with, with, with movies, I get so absorbed. And anytime anyone dies, I cry. Um, yeah, I just get really into them. So I think that is really good for me. It's like, probably even, really, really helpful for you. Yeah. It's an escapism. It just, yeah, and that's probably why I like video games as well. Yeah. And I know people don't always rate escapism, but I think it, you have to do it sometimes. Maybe your decompression is playing video games, though, Ems. Maybe, yeah. It really could be, because you're in a totally different, you know... Universe, basically. Universe, really. Yeah. Thank you for that question. Yeah, that Love was that. good. Thank cool. You that concludes um, Q&A. It does. For this week. So, for the skills section today, we'll be joined by Sophie, my partner, hello Sophie, who has picked two random objects which we'll have two minutes each to pitch to her, so we'll have two different ones. Uh, This skill is actually called an elevator pitch, and for those of you wondering, an elevator pitch is a short speech to spark interest in a company, product or yourself, usually around 30 seconds long, Uh, but for the purpose of today, we'll be giving ourselves slightly longer. Especially because it'll be improv. Um, so with um, a elevator speech normally you would be doing it like you would write it first and then you'd rehearse it so I'll just go very quickly over how an elevator speech would normally you prepare for it so one you would normally identify your goal so um, do you want to get clients or do you want to I don't know be good or something um, <laughs> then you would to explain what you do so like what what do you want your audience to remember three communicate your USP your unique selling point um, so what makes you unique and what makes your product or your service or whatever you're trying to sell unique. Um, four, engage with a question. So ask yes or no to make the person you're speaking to engage with what you're saying um, and rather than just glazing over. Five, pull it all together. So as you're writing it down, you would just like summarise and then just check the length of, of the elevator speech because you do want to try and keep it to 30 seconds. And then six, practice. So just take time, make sure you're saying it right, make sure the tone is correct. Perfect. That sounds great. Actually, can I have that little piece of paper? Because I think I'm going to use that for <laughs> well, when we do it. Right. Who's going first? Rock, paper, scissors? Okay. <clears throat> okay. Three, two, one. Scissors. scissors. Oh. One, one, two, two three. three. Paper. Oh, yes. Oh, wait. Does that mean I go first? Yes. Okay. Right. <laughs> two minutes? Yes. Okay. You ready? Yeah. Okay. Can okay. I have my object, please, Sophie? Glamorous assistant. <laughs> okay. So just for the record, we have got a stuffed crab, which is a red... Fluffy toy, it's wet. It says Cornwall on it, it's missing both of its eyes. Uh, Emma bought it for Jeff. Is that jizz? (laughs) 
Does she think it is? <laughs> oh my god! Okay, dokey. So um, Emma bought it for Jeffrey from her holiday, her short-lived holiday, and he absolutely loves it. And he spent the whole day lying on it and clearly <laughs> jizzing on it. So that's nice. Um, can you come into my eyeline, Sophie, so I can uh, look at you? You're gonna have to respond here. Okay. You ready? <laughs> I'm nervous. Okay. Go. So um, here we've actually got a red Cornwall crab. It is a stuffed toy. Um, got any nieces, nephews? No. None? None at all? Okay. Would you know any children in the world? No, not really. Right, no children. You don't know any. Well, that's great because you actually don't need children to have one of these because it's actually really good for dogs as well you don't have to have your own dog you can have a dog off the street or maybe even a cat um if you wanted one of those as well so i guess what makes me unique really about about this crab business that i have is that they're not live so they can't hurt you and that is good because normally crab businesses they are living and they can nip you with their nippers so basically um so you know have you ever looked at uh crab before no <laughs> okay wow uh are you <laughs> never seen a crab before well do you know what that's even better then because this is what they look like and you sound clearly very depraved you've never seen a child or a dog or a crab so you've clearly been living under a rock which interestingly crabs live under too so I'm surprised you haven't seen any. Now, listen, when you have one of these crabs, I just feel like you will uh, really like it. So <laughs> just to summarise, um, you <laughs> sound sad and I think you need a cuddly crab covered in dogges. Sold. Thank you. <laughs> That's fucking hard. Oh dear. Sorry, I just right. you up. <laughs> Thanks for stitching me up there. Now let me just go back and re-record oh, my right. moan. <laughs> Dickhead. Wow. Um okay. Oh god, I was trying really hard not to laugh too hard. <laughs> oh, oh, that's your time. You actually did quite well. Thanks, Ems. Yeah. Right. With the cards I'd been dealt. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Right, here we go. I'm nervous. Sophie, please present your object. <laughs> oh. Wow. <laughs> do you know what it is? So, yes, I do, unfortunately. Okay, ready? One, two, <laughs> three, go. So, Sophie, um, have you ever seen um, or heard of a woman called Belle Delphine? No, you haven't. Okay, so Belle Delphine basically sold her bathwater. So this was pre-loved bathwater. And it was, you know, it was a real hit. It was glittery, I'm sure, with some nice colours in it. Um, now, this is the equivalent of that for your dog. So basically, it's a pre-loved dog toy. It's been chewed um, and, you know, smells like dog. Um, <laughs> do you have dogs? No. <laughs> Well, you know, if you've ever got any friends or family that have a dog, this is just the toy for them. They really would re enjoy this pre-loved dog toy. It will, it will just have this nice pre... <laughs> pre-absorbed slobber. I have no friends or family. <laughs> wow, you must spend a lot of time in this elevator then. Um, so... <laughs> It is a very unique dog toy, a dog treat. I think it's a treat anyway, is what it looks like. Um, sorry, yeah, I do know that. It's my company, of course. Um, so, yeah, I would say that if you ever do meet, if, there, if any dog enters this elevator, you should be prepared. You do not want to be caught short without a dog f chewing device. Um, <laughs> so, in summary... Um, <laughs> I really think you should invest in this brilliant company that I'm creating with these pre-loved dog toys because not only is it, um, you know, a really good idea, but also <laughs> if you ever decide to buy stocks in the company, just think of that Belle Delphine money, you know? That's that's all I'm going to say on that one. Well, When, when am I stepping off the lift? <laughs> Get me out! Ding dong! <laughs> I should have done some elevator music. <laughs> well, Sophie, you were suitably awful. You're never coming on the podcast. You were, you were, you were what we would call in improvisation a blocker. Thank you for having me. Look forward to next time. Do you want to speak into the microphone? Yeah. Come on, oh. say, say. 
Thanks for having me. Look forward to next time. We're judging judging first. Oh, yeah. You've got to tell the listeners who's won. And why. (laughs) Okay. It's quite a tough one. Both are extremely, extremely good. Um, I think for our relationship, I would love the crab. (laughs) No. Sold to the lady with no friends, family, dog or children. (laughs) (laughs) I thank you. Well, that was clearly very oh, biased. Oh, that was very fun. Um, I, I, no, honestly, you. I would have bought the crab off you. I, actually, I, no, I wouldn't have done, but if it was the choice between the two products, I would have gone for the crab. I definitely would have gone for your dog toy. <laughs> Just for the pure, pure love. It was great. I loved it. Thank you ever so much for listening. Thank you I very think, much. Oh, are we putting that skill in the old fuck it bucket or leaving it out? I'm definitely, mine's gone in already. I mean, I think it would be a really useful skill, but I think... I want to practice improv more. So I think maybe okay. improv as the next skill would be quite useful, yeah. maybe, for next week. Mine um, is the Sophie as well. I don't know. It was quite fun having Sophie on. Thanks, Sophie. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think, yeah. I, I, this one I think I'm going to put in the fuck it bucket, but I want to see too. how pro- improv goes next week because I think that would be useful as well. Okay. Well, thank you for listening again. We've thank had a you very time. much. Yeah, we have once again. See We're off all. to the beach. We are. See you all in a couple of weeks. See you in a couple of weeks, baby. Bye. Bye. One more word.